This podcast is rated E for explicit. What are you afraid of? Why do you stay hidden in the shadows from your many shades of gray? What do you ask God for when you kneel down to pray? When you get tired of hiding but lack the courage for the deciding. What do you want from me? You know, it's not good. Whatever it is. You know, my mother told me. You know what I mean? Then you find someone that can be a friend to you. I'm afraid to, to be more intimate because I'm afraid of what that's going to feel like. If a straight man and a straight female are like, that's my best friend. They're like, nah. Y'all are doing something, right? Like, you guys have something. I feel like at times parents may handicap us putting like their experiences and their influences on their child. What, what you described to me is just really, truly loving another person, right? And we're not allowed to do that You're with right. other boys. Join us for this series that explores the many shades we hide in, the many desires we fight, the many things we love that we never love in the light. The very thing you've been afraid to say. I think I told my mom once by text, I love you, and she was like, thank you. You may. <laughs> and I thought, like, that's not happening ever again. Very well hear it here. Conversations like these are so important for us to have in our new series. Society likes to correlate emotions as a feminine trait. And, and when it's a feminine trait, you're like, I'm a guy. I'm a man. I don't have that, right? I don't care. No, I'm going to cry right now, and I don't care if I get yelled at or whatever. Crying is about to happen. The Shades of Bay. You met me. with God about so many things. This show is your invitation. The Poet God is the conversation. follow-up from our previous installment of our Shades of Bay series, we pick up our conversation where we left off in an unconventional affair, which was inspired by Black Mirror's Striking Vipers episode, where two best friends found themselves in a virtual entanglement that rooted itself much further and deeper than either of them 
would ever imagine. As our conversation progressed, we found ourselves unpacking what some would say the cheater knows best. With assignations afoot and reflections of the misplaced trust we put with previous partners for which we have now parted ways, removed emotionally from the journeys we once took, we now convene to take a look at the nuance at play in the many shades of Bay. I think you can cheat. You can do something that, without my knowledge, no, and you're hiding it from me. You know you don't want me to know this because you already have an understanding that it breaks the commitment we have to each other. And it's funny because I, you, I could just feel like you could have told me this and I would have been okay with it. But the fact that you engage in deceit hurts me. Yeah. And so that already just makes it cheating for me because you have the kind of understanding that it broke the terms of our relationship so if uh say a scenario where um you're in a relationship with somebody and they didn't have sex with the other person but they are engaged in an emotional experience with with them and if they if they told you hey Uzo, you know I, I i just am really having i still love you yeah. but i I'm having strong feelings with whomever the other person is. And, but I want to be open with you that I'm feeling this way as well. Where would you, where would that register for you? I I wouldn't consider that cheating, number one. And then I would be curious as to, I guess, how we see that evolving. Mm. Um, I, I don't think I'm like, I'm not selfish enough. I don't necessarily think I'm selfish enough to not want you to have like an emotional connection with someone else because I don't know, maybe because it's me. Like, I don't think that alone is what, um, is the base of our relationship. I think it's a combination of things like the sexual element to it, the emotional element to it that sort of forms our relationship. And I think if, um, I don't know, like, I just think if you, all you're doing is, um, developing a strong emotional connection with someone to me, it's just basically to me, it's developing a new friend, a new close friend. Mm-hmm. And I can, what I can crosses that. that line? So that's what I was about to say for me. I understand exactly where you're going, but the, the, the line crossing for me is when you prefer to spend time with them instead of me. That yeah. is, that is, that is, that is for me worse than you having sex with them. Yeah. I would rather you just have sex with them and bring your butt home. But if you sit now, you're saying, Hey, I can't go to the movies with you tonight because I'm already at the movies with so and so. Hey, this so and so is, is having a party this weekend that I know you can't come to because you're working, right? All these situations where I'm still, I'm basically single again. Right. Yeah. That is the line crosser for me personally. But I definitely I'm with you, though. I wouldn't want to be the type of person who's like, you're tied up. You can't go nowhere. Right. No, because that makes no sense. I am just very I'm very aware of the feeling of being left out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But not just left out because I expect you to do things, yeah. but consistently yeah. where it becomes a pattern that yeah. I'm not involved in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would also hurt me, by the way. Like, well, I guess like in my head, I just want to frame it as children. I would frame it as 
Um, deceitful. <laughs> so that's the other thing. I, because I like, like what you said about deceit, because yeah. that you're right. That even if no sex, if you just hit it from me, that would be a problem. Right. But you, if you tell me this, I'm keeping my eyes open to see how often you're hanging out with so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess I wonder like if it's, cause I think I would also feel funny if like my partner, um, just became a different person around a friend, even if it's oh, a friend. Yeah, that, yes. so, and it could be like, it could be a female friend. And I think my partner is straight as far as I know. And like, but I'm, I'm still like, why do you light up when she walks into the room? Uh-huh. When I walk in and stuff. <laughs> like, that would bother me. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily even go to chill, but I would just be like, this is actually hot for me. That is. Yeah, yeah but that I think it's, the same, yeah. it's along the same lines of what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. But imagine that at a, as a prolonged thing, though. Yeah. Like, one time is not going to bother me. I, yeah. I'm, I might get bothered, but I'm not going to think anything of it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something where you're, you're constantly trying to create situations where either you're involved with that other person and I'm not involved or you're just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going out for the next couple hours. Really though? Mm-hmm. What you doing with the next couple hours? Who are you with? <laughs> you know? I think you also get the sense of even when you're not there, how the other person represents you and your absence. For example, mm-hmm. You could introduce me to a new friend and as a, if we were partners. You could just introduce me to a new friend and the person said, Gosh, I feel like I know you because so and so always talks about you where, you know, and then you, 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 it's, it's a different thing, right? Do you get the sense that that person is bringing you, carrying you with, with them in a sense? And, and they're always talking about you. They're always sharing everything is Uzo this, everything is Gary this, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. You feel differently about it then. But if you feel like he said, you start to feel excluded, you, that's a different vibe. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know that it would bother me if you're telling them about me or not. Cause Mm -hmm. you could still, I, I think that for me, I think it kind of goes along the lines of like, if I'm your partner, not to say, cause I definitely, I don't want to be 100%. I, I cannot be your everything. Mm-hmm. I cannot give that to you. Mm-hmm. And I know that mm-hmm. no matter how great of a person I can think that I am, mm-hmm. I cannot give that to you mm-hmm. just because I know I can't even give a hundred percent to myself. Right. Right. But even if you were to talk to this person about me all the time, you can still, in my mind, emotionally cheat with them this because your preference is still like you were saying, or you can actually cheat with yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> but like your preference can still be like, Hey, I, I, let's say we're sharing a place and I come home and you're like, I'm like, Hey, babe, how you doing? And you're like, I'm on the phone and you yeah. stay on the phone the whole time. Like, what? Well, hello. Hey, yeah. you know, I've spent all these hours outside of the That's house. So disrespectful. Yeah, so, so like, I, I think that for me, it doesn't necessarily mean how much you're talking about me. It's, it is just the connection. I feel like it would be a comparison of the connection that we have to what you have with that other person yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm using real world examples here, yeah. like in, in mine, because like, for instance, I knew some people, right. Um, but I didn't know some, and I remember, and this is, this is how, how, um, painful that breakup was for me. If you can imagine five years after the breakup, I meet some random new person. He goes, Oh, you're Calvin. Mm-hmm. You had such a beautiful home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So that's one reason why I have, I have scenarios that are actually real when I'm talking about these things. It's not just me saying it, but because I was, I'm okay with the idea that I knew something was going on, but when it came to my home, 
that's when I started yeah. having the problem. So what if you had punched but, them but in the people, face? But, but, <laughs> right. But this is the thing, thing when you ask a question, what if they're talking about you? Well, obviously they're talking about me. <laughs> and, look how I look, and you're bad. <laughs> but I even, sorry, because real quick, I can't even get over the fact that this person had the nerve <laughs> to say, oh, yeah. I'm just going to say, I don't know if it was him, but if it wasn't him, it was definitely one of his friends. But it was more bothersome to me, honestly, that people were in my home. Right. Who I didn't know. Without your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it it would have been nicer if it had happened sooner after the breakup, but not five years later to just, it just ratcheted things back up to me for me. I'm like, no, I wasn't trying to think about this now. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh my God. Well, yeah, because that's like the level of betrayal, right? After that, it's like you didn't realize how deep it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how nice was your home? See, 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 you, you, you about to get the drop kick that person. Didn't no, you? I can, <laughs> I'm one of those people after things are over, I'm good, mm-hmm. right? If, the, if he had asked me that at that moment, he, well, he might have gotten me down. <laughs> but it is, it was one of those things where as I've evolved over as a person though, I really, I realized in my life, I was always relationship oriented. I wanted to have my little family, you know, my little house, whatever. And I think I was much more blinded by the fact that I got that. Yeah. As opposed to you also get this, 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 and this, and this, right? And as a 27 year old, I wasn't thinking through all of the things because all of the outward signs were great, right? But there was all the secrety things that were happening that I was like, I knew stuff was happening, but I just didn't know it was at that scale. (laughs) But I definitely learned. When you've been cheated on 10 times too many and you've been tempted with thoughts too challenging to tame, who would blame you if you sought to explore a new way to play love's game. After these messages, we'll explore the alternatives and so much more. They say two is company. Can you continuously have sex with other people without that shit invading your current relationship at some point? Three, a crowd. These open relationships are one-sided. There is a certain level of selfishness that starts them. But what happens when busy bedrooms get a little too loud? That's why I think these scenarios where people bring other people in their bedroom to spice up their love life ends up putting too much spices in the pot. (laughs) And then nobody can eat the shit. Exactly. (laughs) Listen to Busy Bedrooms Season 3 Episode 4. And after you follow the Poet God podcast on your favorite podcasting app, a quick search of the Poet God on Twitter and Instagram will connect you to just what we have on tap. And if you're not that social, at thepoetgod.com, we got your back. Monogamy, like you, I think monogamy, I don't think it's the most practical thing. And I, and I think polyamory is probably what like a better version of myself would aspire to really but i i have the presence of mind to know in this very moment i would struggle 
together.、Mm-hmm. But I do think like it's one of those things I want to be open to exploring. Can I ask、future. why? Why I'm open to exploring it? Yeah, like why? Why is it poly- polyamory for you? Um, I think I don't know. Like I just think like I don't think exclusivity,、mm-hmm. um, in sexually and emotionally in that form is necessarily. I mean, we see all the time that people seek more, and I think monogamy is about making the choice to suppress those things,、mm-hmm. um, to stay with that person. I I wonder like why if you don't have to suppress it, if you can actually have. This relationship in this way with one person, but also share that with a different person, and oh, and, like, and why would you limit yourself、mm-hmm. that way and suppress those feelings? I guess,、mm-hmm. and I think like even though it's something I struggle with in the moment, in this moment,、mm-hmm. I think it's something that I commend people for when they're able to get to a level of grace with because it's a lot of I'm learning. Like I have to, I, the reason I struggle with it is because I was raised in a monogamous environment.、Mm-hmm. I grew up learning, and that's how it should be. And then you start. It's like, why am I jealous over like? Why am I so possessive over this human being? I'm jealous over this. I don't like that about myself, personally,、mm. and I don't consider it to just be the normal thing because that's what I've always observed. And so I hope I can. I maybe one day I'll break out of it. I don't know. That jealous thing, and I think that that's probably my root. I、yeah. I don't want to be jealous because you find somebody attractive.、Yeah. I can't control that, right?、Mm-hmm. However, I still want you to be mine, right? And so I struggle with polyamory because I want to have that, but I also don't want to be so tied off that I, I take away your humanity. Because I do think, as a human, you're going to see a whole bunch of things you're attracted to, and one day you're going to slip, right? Or you might slip, right? But I I just I don't want to be so tied to the idea that. I have to have only you for the rest of my life. Or just, same, same. You have to only have a. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I that's what I'm saying. I just I think it's a matter of being open, right, and trying to have those discussions and see where things work and where things don't work, right. So even kind of going back to the episode. They found a way to make it work for themselves. I could do that. I don't want to have an open relationship, but that one day a year thing, I could probably do. Yeah, it wasn't one day a year. It was like one、Once、day a, a month. month. Yeah, I thought it was one day a year. No, no. who the fuck could have, <laughs> wait a year? I'm going to assume it was once a month, and the only reason why I say that was because there was a point where、uh, Carl, he was the the friend, he had said like. Well, we could just do this once a month, and he had it marked on、he、the、did. calendar. Yeah, he marked、month. it on the calendar once a month. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. I desire、uh, a monogamous thing. I don't think I'm built for the other stuff. What <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>、um, did you re- do? You consider that a limitation? In, Or in, 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 just in terms of your perspective? Oh, for me, yeah, well, yeah. is it a limitation? Is, is, is it like just something you just think? Okay, it's it's cool. It's what? But do you think like I don't think just- it's a limitation、uh, for me? I don't think I would experience it as you know because I'm monogamous with you. That means I can't do X, Y, and Z. I、um, feel like I think I look at it in another sense that、um, I want to、um, to borrow a phrase from Fantasia. I want to go in deep with you. Okay. Right, she has a song that says, "I want to go in deep with you," and and for me that means that I want to um, I want to see our relationship evolve uh to a point where we know each other in very deep ways that um 
doesn't often happen. And maybe that's, maybe that's because of how I started out, you know, as I had shared, uh, uh, in a previous episode with those intense emotional connections that kind of like opened my eyes really early that, wow, you could really have these amazing, deep connection, intense connections. So now, so seeing that I had that, that experience, that's what I know is possible within myself. And I, I want to uh, explore that with somebody else who's also capable do you, of that. Do you not think that, and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to throw out extra questions, so mm-hmm. I'm not, no, 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 I'm not telling you that you're mm-hmm. wrong because mm-hmm. I think it is your opinion and mm-hmm. you're valid to have it, mm-hmm. but do you not think that even exploring relationships with other people simultaneously mm-hmm. allow you to get deeper in these connections? Because... And what I mean by that is, is if you were in one relationship with one person, you only to, you only know to go as deep as you guys are exploring. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody else forcing you to go deeper, it might make you check in and be deeper with this other partner as well. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that, I think that's all very possible. <laughs> Calvin looks overwhelmed at I'm the moment. Grabbing my pearl. <laughs> He's clutching his pearls right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I have not experienced that simultaneously, but it doesn't mean that I don't think it's possible. Oh, because I was going to ask, do you think getting to that depth of uh, emotional connection requires that you pour all your emotional energy into this one situation? Is that why you do not want to explore polyamory? <laughs> yeah, I think that is my nature. Uh, okay. I think it's very much my um, nature to go in and give it everything that I have because I don't know. I don't want it to be said that it wasn't because I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and so I tend to, once I feel that there's a connection on the other side, I, I, I tend to explore that fully before I, I think, but I don't know. It's, it's weird because once I'm connecting with one, one person in that way, it's almost like, Everything uh, outside of that, as far as people uh, who might want to connect with me romantically, they don't exist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know, I was the funny thing is that you asked me that because I was I was saying to uh, my coworker yesterday we were having lunch and we were talking about when you're engaging with somebody like that. And he apparently he's just like me because he said the same thing. He was like, "I need to know." that that person is not wasting my time because I don't do the dating around thing. If I'm dating you, I'm dating you. Um, and I need to know that you want to explore this. You want to go where we're going so that if you're not, I can do what I need to do with myself to bring this to a close so that I could be fully present with whomever else may want to engage me on that level. And I don't know, maybe, maybe there's something about, us or people who are like that naturally, you know, innately, that that's the way we, we are. Um, I don't know why that's the way we are, but I feel like, you know, Fair enough. Yeah. No, I was basically kind of agreeing with Carl. Cause I think with, with relationships and stuff, um, I think for me, it's, it's mostly to the point of being open. I think when you start with the foundation of everybody being open of where they war- are and what they want 
and talking about things that you may feel uncomfortable with, but feeling comfortable to at least sharing that and Mm -hmm. each person being validated by being able to say that. And I think from there, it's easy to go to the path where you can explore different things. I think the biggest thing is getting to the foundation where we feel comfortable to be sharing, being comfortable and be honest with ourselves and who we are. I think beyond getting to that point, then we can explore. But I don't think we should explore other things until we get to that basic foundation in place. Right. For, that's for how I feel for myself. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think you're right. You, you, you're trying to build a house on the sand otherwise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't have a strong foundation, you don't, there's not the trust uh, established there for you to begin talking to me about some polyamorous shit. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to need you. I need to know what, I need to be secure in this yeah. first. Before we talk about the other, I get that. That's a really good point. And I think that that's the lack thereof, uh, with certain situations where people are like, maybe there's, maybe they don't want to talk about that because they feel that the foundation isn't stable. Yeah. To begin with. Are we talking about situations where you're already, you're already in a relationship or already connected or whatever? You're not talking about the exploration of whether or not we're going to be in a relationship. Well, for me, it was basically talking about, uh, I think it was to the point of, who are asking like what what your vision is like for whether you're in a relationship or not or your future self where do you see yourself and I guess for me that's where I see myself at least getting to the basic foundation of we both being honest with where we are and who we are and us feeling comfortable to share things we may feel uncomfortable and getting the other person to feel comfortable with you being open and I think once we're there we're being able to, and we're all confident there, then I think we can get to the point where we can talk about other things, explorations. But I think getting to the feeling foundation point where everybody's on the same page, I know where you're coming from, you know where I'm coming from, there's nothing hidden of what we're talking about, we're good. Now we can talk about other things. Right. Wasn't that dynamic kind of at least touched on in that movie, um, with Robin Williams and, um, that we, the old movie where, where he was, uh, Birdcage? Birdcage. Yeah. I remember, oh, I, I remember a different movie. So I, rem- <laughs> <laughs> I remember them having a conversation on the, uh, on a bench, you know, at the boardwalk mm-hmm. where they were talking about, uh, there was one of the partner partners, uh, was insecure, not Robin Williams character, but the other character. Definitely was feeling insecure in the relationship mm-hmm. uh because of all of these new people coming around and the 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 the, the um the mother of the of their you know son and so forth and and I guess you know there was reason to feel some insecurity there but I love what he said to her which is I'm not going I'm not going to I, you know I I am in this with you you're always going to be my 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 person so forth and so forth uh, of course, he expressed it more comically, but <laughs> it was that sentiment. I think that's what people want. Um, they want to know that, you know, before you talk to me about all of this other stuff, how are we? You know, are we good? Do I have to worry about losing you? Right. Um, and whatever insecurities, if, and I've had an uh, insecurity of abandonment in relationships. So I would need to be in a space with you where I'm not even thinking about that as a possibility with you yeah. uh, because I think if, but if that's happening in micro ways, small ways, you know, um, like, uh, it was a, we in a, we in a situation and you acting different with mm-hmm. somebody else when somebody else in the room, I'm seeing different sides of you. 
I don't feel like you're with me when we're in, I'm being vulnerable and you're not here. You know, those are the other things that I think speak to why you might not want to even entertain anything else. Yeah. I can see your reasoning though for only one in one person. You can see my reasoning for only one in one person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, um, I'm, that's as much as I can handle. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. I don't know how people do it with multiple people. I, I don't know how you bring, how you, I, I always feel like it's like a threesome. Like somebody's going to be missing out. There's a whole episode. There's a whole episode on the podcast. I think you should let people know what that one is. Tell them. I don't know the episode numbers. Which one is it? The, when we talked about open relationships and everything like that. Right? Oh, busy bedrooms. Yes. Busy bedrooms. I'll play yes. the trailer. No, but just like what, what you brought up. Yeah. Makes, I mean, makes sense. Cause I don't think we need to rehash it. The yeah. episode does it pretty it, it well. It really does. Mm-hmm. So I've expressed like, I don't know, like you, well, you said did make me i guess think about my situation differently mm-hmm. and maybe not um because i i did use the term like a better version of myself mm-hmm. would be comfortable with polyamory and then maybe it's a different maybe it's just a different version of myself maybe there is no right or wrong per se and you just mm-hmm. um pick what works for you your yeah. the way you framed it made me think of it differently yeah i think if you are with somebody that loves you in all of those ways that you need to be love loved and 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 knows how to speak to your love languages in a way that makes you feel fulfilled within that connection i think when you're there and you feel that innately it then if they came and say to you hey i want to explore this or whatever with you i think you'll be more closer to of course because if that is in place mm-hmm. but if it's not then even if though you might not be able to articulate like mm, you know, there's that. And so I'll say that for myself. I haven't experienced that yet. Yeah. Maybe if I do, then I'll have an inclination to, to, to be more open to that. It's almost like check these things first before, you know, right. and see if those doors open. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and see yeah. how that goes. Yeah. And one thing that you said that resonated with me a lot is the fact that you set an aspiration, right? Mm-hmm. No matter whether I agree with that aspiration or not, I love that because it, it, it's about trying to be more open and actually making sure that you are evolving as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like your aspiration is to continue to evolve. And mm-hmm. I just, I love that so much because so many of us, you know, get set and this is all I, this is all I consider without thinking about the fact that you're going to grow, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. are you going to fight that growth or are you going to encourage that growth? And I love that because I feel like that's where I am right now at my stage is I'm, I'm encouraging myself to grow more, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing I did want to say to the whole thing about jealousy is I feel like that's, uh, that could go both ways in terms of, I, I don't like feeling that way either, but at the same time, why am I feeling that way? Right. Mm-hmm. It could be, is it something that's, is it insecurities within me mm-hmm. or am I observing behavior unchecked, whatever that's causing me those feelings? Is it, is it that? Is it a little bit of both? What is it? I think that's worth exploring too. I don't think, I don't know what the situations are where you experienced that, what was going on on the other side. Um, if you were, if, if they were behaving in a way or doing something that made you feel that you had to be, you know. I guess it's more in general with mm-hmm. the concepts of polyamory, right? So like my present, in my present states, I, I can't do it because I get, I get jealous and possessive the more emotionally connected to you I feel. Mm-hmm. 
And so, you know what I do yeah. want to know? If you can describe that. Yeah. What does you, what does that actually look like? When you say that, like you say you get, um, possessive. What, what is, what is that? Okay. Yeah, it's How not, does that look? It's not like any obviously harmful way or whatever. It's mm-hmm. just, I think like, I think of you as my person. Mm-hmm. And I guess like, and like, I can't rationalize this, but I then think of the thought of someone else having you. In the ways as, that you would had, yeah, right. it's just been problematic. Yeah. So I'm, I, I want to think about the definition of the word jealousy because you're right. You cannot rationalize it because it's, it's not a rational thing, right? Yeah. It is an insecurity. What you described before with what you're seeing, that's a different thing than jealousy mm-hmm. because jealousy is an internal insecurity, right? What you're seeing is things that are probably making you a little bit more upset, mm-hmm. right? But it's not necessarily jealousy because jealousy, you would be, it would be coming from the inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. What you're seeing is, Hey, I'm noticing some patterns, right? Right. But jealousy is a thing that, like, even if those patterns aren't there, you're still feeling them. Right. Hey, I don't really want to go hang out with them because that's going to make me feel bad. So are yeah. you saying when the other person in the, in the equation say, oh, that's not what's going on. You're just jealous. Are they gaslighting you? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think a lot of times that a lot of gaslighting really sometimes is also a projection, right? Uh-huh. Because that's how they would react. Mm. Emotions are super powerful, but they're not rational. Well, I also just think that people don't necessarily know how to handle them. The, the, the truth of the matter is, is we don't know how to deal with our emotions. And that is the reason why so many times we can be in spaces that people's emotions go zero to a hundred mm-hmm. because we don't know how to do it. We also don't know how to recognize it. Do you, do you know how to recognize anger before you get overly upset? Mm-hmm. probably don't right so we can't address it until we get to that point you also don't know how to recognize this feeling of jealousy before it comes to its to, to the head right mm-hmm. so we we don't know how to deal with those things so when we get to it it is really just that this place of it's so much that these are feelings that you're trying to process very quickly in a space and that's why sometimes things go left very quickly Right. That's why conversations like this need to happen. Yeah. Because I do feel like, you know, what we do here is helping people explore, right? Because we may be saying some stuff that people have been thinking about, but they don't they don't know what they don't know what to do with it, right? Mm-hmm. And I do like your exploration though. Because obviously you recognize the fact that you can be jealous and possessive, and you just admitting that is a huge deal. Johnson, and this is the Poet God. Thank you for listening.